0: Look, it's a flood! A flood. It's flooding! Get away! Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. Yeah, I had this wild thing happen to me earlier this week, right? So I'm out on the way home from a delivery, driving the back road, right?
1: You always have wild shit happen to you on these deliveries, dog.
0: So I'm. I get to this crossroad.
1: Does DoorDash it, come with life insurance? I'm just asking. No, it's not. That's yeah, <laughs> no. clearly that wasn't a serious question. <laughs> anyway, go
0: ahead. 10.99 feel so fine. Please don't hit me just one more time.
1: So you was out dashing. Yeah,
0: and um, you know I'm going through a neighborhood road. I I, I don't have a stop sign. You know, it's, there's there's a straight straight road. And then there's a road on.
1: My right. Uh oh. There is there's no left row. Okay. No left. So right. there, there's no left so turn at, off. It's straight, and then or right a perpendicular right.
0: Yes, piece.
1: like a T. Yes, like a but so not I'm, a T because there's no other end to the T. So it's more like an R, but we don't know how that right turn ends, so we can't really assume what the R right, looks like. Might, all right, so
0: if I you, mean, if it was it's like a like sand screen, but without the top and the bottom. Anyway, anyway there you go. Anyway 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 so um i get i'm driving and You're there's driving. no stop sign then all of a sudden i see this suv speed out from this cross side and like i said there is no other street so this guy just straight up drove into a fucking grass hill in front wait. of someone's house wait Full speed. <laughs> okay so i
1: so he came from the right that right turn that doesn't it doesn't go anywhere <laughs> to the well, left. Well, no,
0: it, it, for me, it was a turn. For him, he's just driving
1: fucking yeah, straight. he's coming from that turn. So, and drove straight into a hill in front of somebody's house?
0: Yeah, and, uh like, he wasn't going slow. Like, I had to slam on the brakes.
1: So, this didn't happen as you passed. This happened, and you had in to, front like, of me. crank to a stop real yes. quick. Right? So, you just, la, 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 you know, drumming along to... Whatever it is your white boy heart desires drumming at the moment. Drumming along
0: to the Joe Rogan
1: podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so you're drumming along to the Joe Rogan podcast, wondering, you know, how long it's going to take before Joe calls somebody out on their xenophobic nonsense, right? And and then you have to woo pump your brakes way before Joe Rogan will ever pump his brakes when somebody on his podcast is saying something about this shit. Yeah. Like,
0: this like grass hill to like a forty five degree angle, right? I like how you
1: cut me off because I was shading Joe Rogan, but that's fine. No, the car goes. You can keep,
0: you can keep shading Joe so Rogan. So the car goes Why?
1: full jackass up the so hill,
0: four, like forty-five degree angle, and I'm just sitting. So there. wait,
1: what kind of van? Were, what kind of van are we talking? About? It was a SUV. It was a so like what kind of SUV? Like a mid size
0: SUV? Like
1: a Kia, a Ford? Like I, I want to know what like kind of drivetrain we're talking about as we're riding up this hill. Here.
0: It's not a suburban. No, it's smaller than a suburban.
1: Smaller. Okay, so did it ramp up the fucking hill or did it just like smash into no, that it shit it like, like a brick wall?
0: Smashed and then ramped, and he just kind of like stood I there, and I'm I'm just staring at him with my lights on and my hands up, just like, wow, what the fuck? Obviously, <laughs> I see he wanted him. you to call <laughs> him
1: somebody. <laughs> no,
0: no, 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 he just puts it in reverse. What? Backs out. What and you see, like his bumper and everything, like fucking falling off. Yes,
1: like like a <laughs> and bad he just TV turns, show.
0: And you know what I do? Drive past. Don't say a fucking word.
1: <laughs> I minded my business. I did
0: my own goddamn business, which just means that my levels of common sense are rising up
1: and crashing, crashing into the hill. I no yeah crashing crashing through. In the uh, <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is Doc and we are the, the Flood. Flood, the show that takes our pop perspective,
0: culture and context,
1: and try to make the mainstream make sense. Because if we don't make sense, we don't make dollars. Holla, holla! If you're new here, because if you're new here that actually means is we are a pop culture digest that comes to you once, twice, maybe three times a week if you're lucky, and we try to take what's happening in the mainstream and dissect it so that it's a little bit more understandable, or I guess relatable, if you're having trouble relating to some of the things that everybody else is yammering on
0: about. And if you really want an
1: inside look at Washington
0: politics and everything, you can trust me. I'm an elected official.
1: What are some of the things people have been yammering about this week, Zig? Well, people have been talking a lot about Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons, and it's not Stranger Things related? No,
0: Dungeons and Dragons, and it's not Stranger Things related.
1: Well, we've got some Stranger Things related news to talk about this week as
0: well, though. Also, one of the strangest things is uh, involving the WWE.
1: Ooh, oh, the WWE, you say?
0: Andrew Callahan has something going on with Strange.
1: That's a very rough way to put that. And also very rough is the accident Jeremy Renner got into over the
0: New Year's break. But I really want to start with... Who the fuck asked for this? Yo! Yo, it's me! It's me, the guy who asked! What is this? But why? Hey, who mans is
1: this? Why?
0: Why would you do that? Why would you do any of that? Who
1: mans is this? Are you serious? All right, one of our signature segments returning for our second episode of the year. Who the fuck asked for this? I mean, it's kind of self-explanatory. Zig and I find things that seem out of place, odd, and just... Questionable that it made it to product. I I think the peak. Who the fuck asked for this? Is
0: still the uh, the KF console. I
1: don't know the Xbox. Well, I guess the Xbox mini fridge did numbers though, (laughs) right? But the Kentucky Fried console. Yeah. Or or. The mountain... The Doritos... Flaming Hot Dorito... Yeah, we called that one, though. Yeah, I'm still wondering... recorded on that one hella early. Yeah, nah, and I'm still wondering who the fuck asked for that. But I want to know
0: who the fuck asked for a Passion of the Christ sequel? (laughs) What the fuck are they gonna do?
1: Bring it back from the dead? This is a perfect who the fuck asked for this because it's really like... Yeah, where do you go from here? I Right, like, okay. So
0: Alright, so it's like the the Game of Thrones thing. House of the Dragon. They already have the script. The kit
1: really fucking. No, up. no, you know what it's gonna be? It's gonna be that that time span, what, thirteen to thirty-three that Jesus went missing? Right?
0: <laughs>
1: so it turns out
0: that it is actually going to be called Passion of the Christ Resurrection. My first thought was the movie Tupac
1: Resurrection. Wait, wait, (laughs) did he get resurrected in the first movie? Did that not cover the resurrection? I don't remember. No, he died. It was just the death. He
0: just fucking died.
1: So it was just him in the crucifixion.
0: Yeah, and then atheists were like, ha, we told you.
1: All right, so, so, okay. So I see what Mel is doing. I see. Is Mel Gibson directing this one too? Mm-hmm. Okay, I see what he's doing. He's pulling a James Cameron, dog. <laughs> we so all right. Look, had I had actually seen the movie, because here's where I admit, Passion
0: of the Christ is a Catholic snuff film.
1: Yeah, I'm not gonna watch, it, dog. It's it's hard enough, and this is coming from somebody who traditionally grew up in a household where we watch Roots every February, right? Um. <laughs> They fucked Jesus up. Have you seen Roots? <laughs> it's about to be February. I'm sure you can catch it on some streaming service. But yes, they did. That whipping scene is. People brought kids to that movie, dog. Think about that.
0: My mom wouldn't take me. Think no, about my dad wouldn't take me.
1: Yeah. That was it. That's probably a good call. Yeah. Because. God, that shit was rough. Do you know there's people out here I right will now? Say, have you ever No, been into John no. Benedict hold on, term? hold on. There's people out here right now that are trying to get transgender uh, children, like book readings, banned because they claim that that's indoctrination and stuff like that. Right? And they're trying to normalize transgender people by letting them read kids' books to kids. But but taking your child to go see Passion of the Christ. That's perfectly okay, my nigga, like, you really, you just doing your duty as a Catholic or a Christian by...
0: Almost assuredly Catholic.
1: By scarring the fuck out of that child for life. Like, if you wouldn't... Well, alright,
0: so... Google St. John Newman's crucifix. And I saw that every Sunday. It's... Not... Benign. Benign.
1: I mean Catholic imagery period right is meant to kind of leave lasting PTSD especially when you get into like the revelation if shit it feels and end, you know if that's a sin well like remember uh in the early what uh, dog what was it like the 1700s like the whole reformation movement Calvary, and all that uh, calvinist and shit late 14 15 Okay, so I was off by, like, 300 years. That's not the point. This is not a historical podcast but no, sometimes.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, like, totally fine, right?
1: Well, okay, so that is a very typical um, depiction of Jesus on the cross, right? So just from that alone, right? Like, there's not even Typical any... depiction, and that's still pretty grotesque. It, that is pretty tame from some of the depictions of Jesus on the cross that I've seen. There's no blood in that dripping from his hands, right, or from his head. A higher
0: res picture, you didn't see it. Or if you're in the
1: church, you definitely see it. Was there? Okay, because I was gonna say I didn't He's see any. in the crowd. Okay, trust me, I Every, Okay, I was getting ready to say that. Then yeah, right. Like okay, that yes, that image alone, he doesn't have to be bleeding from the hands, although that adds to the trauma, right? Cause his face is just like, this is for you. And you're like, I didn't, I just got here. I don't know what the fuck is going. Why are you doing that for me? I've (laughs) right? Like as a kid, you're like, damn, he did all that for us. What the fuck did y'all do? What did y'all do? I just got here. I just got here. Yeah. And then you're scarred for life, right? And you're doing weird shit. Like, having sex through a hole in the sheets, because you don't want to... (laughs) Wearing special underwear to bed. Talking to a child molester on the other side of a mesh window.
0: Oh my god. Wow, I'm not the one making fucking Catholic humor jokes. You know what's great, though? I never feel bad about parking at the church. Because if they ever tried to tow my car, I would ask them to pull my baptismal certificate, and I put in 18 years of psychological damage. So I think, I think I
1: earned it. They get you a get out of jail free card?
0: That gets me a parking spot.
1: I was gonna say, cause then black people should have like free parking, like everywhere, right? I am fine
0: with that. <laughs> As long as I,
1: don't, I have my free parking at the church. I don't think that that's a fair trade for reparations. Like, free parking?
0: What if it's, like, you know, in an NBA trade, like, you know, it's like getting a second-round pick thrown in. You're like, oh, and, and? All right, fine. Well, We'll give you free parking, too.
1: I still think I want the 40 acres in a mule, right? Like, I'll...
0: 40 acres now? Yeah, that shit's gonna be worth a lot of money! Listen,
1: listen, that's what I'm saying. Like, California is in the middle of this, like, heated debate over their new reparations bill, right? Um, Which I think would see the black residents of California over a period of time getting the equivalent of, like, $400,000. I'm just like, get them niggas some real estate. you got all these you want to oh no you want a real hot take you want a real hot take snatch up all of that unused real estate from them foreign nationals right ban foreign nationals owning real estate in america without having citizenship and uh divvy that out to all of the black citizens but now i'm just on some foundational black american shit and you know the only people who would agree with me is maybe like Tariq nasheed <laughs> and, some ho- and some hoteps. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> but anyway, who the fuck asked for a Passion of the Christ sequel? Like, why? Did you see all of the tweets where it was like, um, Passion of the Christ 2, like, of course, Passion of the Christ 2, Electric
1: Boogaloo, Passion of the Christ 2, A Lost World, like... <laughs> <laughs> so, so... Do you think this is for the evangelical crowd or for the Catholic crowd? It's always for the Catholic crowd. You think? Do you think this will appeal more to the Catholic crowd? Yeah. Because I feel like right now, especially like if you look at like Trump, it hurts less than flagellating something. If you look at Trump evangelicals, right? That's their whole thing is like Jesus is coming, right? Like. He's coming back, and that's why all of like the gay grooming and stuff needs to be like corrected. That's what the whole Q thing was about. They're snatching the kids. But Jesus is coming back, and so is JFK Jr., and um, Donald is going to uh, snatch the, the crown back from Joe Biden, and we're going to lock the Democrats up and drain the smoke right? Um, well, I
0: mean, we've been waiting 2010 years uh, for Jesus to come back. What makes people so narcissistic that he's going to show up in our lifetimes?
1: Well, you remember what happened when Tupac Resurrection came out? Well, the whole everybody story. was Did like, come out in 2003. Yeah. It was, oh my I, God. Yeah, seven day theory. Yo, Exactly. People went nuts, right? And they were like, just look, Tupac gonna come out of hiding with Athena and. And uh, the investigation, The the interrogation room in this video adds up to seven. But that never happened, right? So do you think... For everybody
0: listening, Jesus was in fact a historical figure. He did exist. He was a
1: person. I would like to point out that only a week ago, this man made fun of me for observing things from the hoodoo Faith and system. I'm making fun of you. Um, but you believe Jesus is a historical, a realistic historical figure.
0: He is a historical figure. There is somebody. There was somebody okay. named Jesus of Nazareth who walked.
1: I know on. a Jesus. Um Is it pronounced Jesus? He's also a carpenter. Well oh. it wasn't it wasn't pronounced Jesus. It was probably pronounced Joshua. Joshua. Jeezy, hey, listen, listen, like, like Jesus of Nazareth, Young Jeezy the snowman has also made miracles happen. And liberated Atlanta? Um, he's liberated himself from the white supremacist patriarchal system that we know as capitalist America, which I would say is equivalent to flipping the tables in the temple, right? Um, Young
0: Jeezy Christo.
1: I would say every day in the hood, a black man that gets paid is making miracles happen the same way that Jesus did. Anyway. Ah, oh, oh, but that's too real for y'all.
0: I just want to say that I think it, it, I'm going to have to find the clip, but in one of our earlier episodes, he was just like, give me a topic. I can make anything racist.
1: like." <laughs> And it's true. Because everything is racist. (laughs) Everything in this patriarchal white supremacist system.
0: science racist?
1: (laughs) Yes. Foundationally, have you ever heard of eugenics? You ready for my hot take of the day? Do you want to know how much of our modern science is based on eugenics?
0: you want to know my hot take of the day? Go for it. So we all know my die hard, I will die on this hill hot take about fire. Casual Fire Emblem is fundamentally
1: a different game. How are you going to take us from talking about racism to fire?
0: Because not only is it fundamentally a fundamentally different game, but all of the people who enjoy it for all of the waifu simulator are, are actually just breeding people. Quote, unquote. Really? No, they're all right. They're legit breeding people to get better child units and therefore they're just fetishizing eugenics inside of the game. Which is another reason the newer ones. Suck.
1: I also think that's why neckbeards prefer, or like, you know, they have that fetishization of Japanese women because of Japanese racial homogeny and they like, you know, they see the Japanese race as like pure and kind of in the same line with like white supremacist patriarchal homogeny.
0: Or kind of how people are just Watching anime and all of these like no, teenager based things, and they're hypersexualizing the teenagers, and then they're shocked that an anime mangaku had like, you know, underage pornography. Like,
1: well, I mean, I think it's time that we admit that a lot of anime is like highly problematic. Well, it's YA. No, I was gonna say it's YA based, like, it's aimed at young adults, it's fucking teen war nigga it's, yeah. it, it's teen wolf it's the chilling adventures of sabrina and sure it's fine if as an adult you still enjoy those things it's not okay for you to sexualize kids even though the chilling of adventures of sabrina and euphoria definitely did high school of the dad <laughs> has a lot of fan service it's also still one of my favorite like one of those like just over the top animes, right? Because it is over the top. And, uh, and things like Teen Wolf are fucking over the top, right? Like they totally make teenagers seem like they are way hornier than they are um, most of the time. Even though we all know teenagers can be super. Boring.
0: Leave them alone for five minutes
1: and you enjoy got a great that kid media on the way. It's in. It's okay to enjoy that media without you touching teenagers, nigga. But <laughs> that's it. That's as simple as it's gotta be. Also, 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 to bring it back to racism.
0: <laughs> also in Fire Emblem, even if you don't wanna min-max your stats and you just wanna make your child unit look a certain way, if you just, you know, breathe this person with this person, you can have the child unit come out with a different hair color.
1: So the hair color is not as problematic as you saying repeatedly over and over again, breed the child unit. I know, because that's what you are fucking doing.
0: You're making sure that these two people get into a close enough support relationship to where they get married to when you get to the time jump, the child unit.
1: So, I'm having problems with this because you're making it sound like The Sims, but in a very, like, uncomfortable way. It is The Sims in a
0: very uncomfortable way. My DS asked me to blow into it. <laughs> you remember me
1: telling you that? <laughs> that just seems like. They want to know why is like, like very. So just the like, bond
0: with my waifu. And as soon so as it asked me to do that. I closed the DS and I never turned
1: it back on. You're a fucking lie. Nope. I sold it. <laughs> You're fucking lie. <lying>. Because <laughs> I was going to say, what the real issue here is, the, is the fact that you are playing this game. I've seen some of the like dating sims and I know that they're like a big thing and they're becoming like a bigger thing amongst oh. like the, the youth and everything like that over here. And I know that they're a big thing like overseas and stuff. I gotta tell you, Fire Emblem as a franchise- Is it a dating sim? Did not do that. It's not a dating sim. No, it was only
0: until Awakening when they had like- Yeah,
1: because you're having your
0: Awakening. Where they had time skip uh, child units.
1: I don't like the phrase child unit. It's literally
0: what they are. They're the kids of your party. Didn't you just call them
1: that? Because Child Unit makes it sound like something you could purchase on Wayfair for an (laughs) absorbent (laughs) amount of money that comes in the form of a storage bin. (laughs) It's not funny. It's not funny, Zig.
0: And then after that, they double down on it. And they were like, blow into your DS to dry your waifu off after she got out of the
1: shower. To dry her to, off? Yes. To dry her off. Yes. Because in real life, that's a thing. You after she got she So what happened? Why did you need to dry her off? Because she got out of the shower and she was Shut like, up. help me dry Shut off. Up. And then Shut the up. DS
0: prompted me to, to blow, blow onto it her. To blow onto I her. And then I closed it and <laughs> never opened it again.
1: Ladies ladies imagine you having a sexy shower with your man right and you're like babe can you reach me that towel over there i'm all wet and i need to get a little dry you know and he goes
0: "Ah." (laughs) okay so here's the thing how is that baby i love it Whole is- fire emblem, so much. The strategy, it's like the story
1: was no, so epic. That's not. That's not what I want to know. What I want to know is, do you like it when you know you get hot and heavy with your lady, right? And she's kissing all over you, and she getting you know real snuggly on your neck, and she leans back and she blows and your ears, like. <laughs> is that what does it for you? Because that's what Fire Emblem thought. Right? Like, no, and I'm not King Shaman, right? Like maybe that's how people think. Maybe they like, you know, those light, soft touches. Like soft touches, that's a that's a type, right? That's a type. There's people out there that like the tickles and the feathers traced across their body and all that shit. Um, so maybe, maybe Fire Emblem was on. This. <laughs> but could you imagine you in your room, you playing on your DS. <laughs> 15-year-old you is in your room playing on your DS. a and, uh, and 3DS, so at this point, I'm
0: 25. <laughs> 26.
1: 3DS. And it's like, blow on me. And you're like, oh, DS, what? Blow on me, nigga. <laughs> Come on, it's cool. Nobody's watching. It was, it Listen, was, don't make it weird, I bro, just do it. I
0: never opened it Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then your mom and then, walk and in. I put a different game in. I was like, this console is tainted. I'm Somebody like, walk in a room and you just like. <sighs> <sighs> you know what the worst thing is? It like Fire Emblem, no. like where where like min-maxing your stats like really matters. But then the moment it was like blow into the DS, I'm like, nope, too far. I'm done. It's
1: probably you know you know we're probably just making too much out of it. It's really just Nintendo you know, making a callback. Like, haha, you remember how you guys thought you used to have to blow into the cartridges? And with that. I think that'll be the end of who the fuck asked for this because <laughs> I won't be going to see the uh resurrection. Um the same know way. What happens. Right. <laughs> he moves
0: the boulder
1: and takes a break <laughs> that are recorded, uh, picked up by a microphone, everyday sounds, and also musical instruments. All right, Doc. What's up, Zig? What's happening? We back at it. I gotta know if something is a soft move
0: or a boss move.
1: Moving on, it's time for soft move or boss move. so we coming back at it with that adopted Jalen and Jacoby segment. Soft move, boss move, where Zig asked me about a scenario and I need to adjudicate or help him figure out whether or not it's a soft move, meaning that is some shit.
0: Or a boss move, meaning you are the shit.
1: You pulled that off. You played that well.
0: So, have have you seen the uh, the the big meme going around this past week of the, uh, the 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 cop?
1: Yes, the woman cop who was found to be sleeping with several of her
0: Megan Hall um,
1: Co-workers?
0: Yeah, and a sordid sex prompts with six colleagues. Former officer Megan Hall.
1: Why they fuck? Okay, all right. Listen. So, tell my le- question le- is: the this headline. So I was gonna say, tell, give, give more details. This the song move listen.
0: or the boss move? Is the husband of Megan Hall stands by his wife and tries to salvage their marriage after she was fired for having sordid sex romps with six colleagues as she shrugs off Scandal and says it's time to move on. <sighs> what police department was this? Laverne Police Department in Tennessee. That's a lot to unpack here. Right? Do, do you want to see what the other
1: officers look like? I mean, I've seen what she looked like. She a little cutie, right? Uh, a lot of, <laughs> I've seen a lot of memes comparing her to the rabbit from Zootopia. Oh, but This guy, <laughs> Oral. This guy... Oh, buddy!
0: Oral. Stop! Okay. This guy... All right. Oral. This guy, sleeping with... She, wait, she slept with that guy? Yeah, that one she was sleeping with. And he kind of looks like... Uh, and she
1: just gave Oral to the rest of the... Um, uh, hold, hold
0: on, Let me Let me see. This one definitely says he had sex with her. That one got uh, the Nancy Reagan.
1: Wow. Yeah,
0: the other two got the Nancy Reagan. It's a nice way to say it, right?
1: I will let our listeners decide that. So, here's how I feel about it. They've all been
0: fired, by the way.
1: They've all been fired. They've all been fired. Well, that's good to know. That equals equal treatment was given to all of the participating parties. Indeed they were. Well no it wasn't because she gave oral to three dudes and then she banged one of them right which makes me wonder what was so special about that one guy right um but that that alone. I think they gave a lot of
0: this is a long article (laughs)
1: but with with that alone just looking at um patrol
0: officer Patrick Magliosho who was suspended, admitted to having sex with Hall on multiple occasions. Magli Osho claimed he and his wife
1: were in an open relationship with Hall. In an open Okay, so... Wow, you just give it... So he gets the boss move, right? Because this isn't even out of the parameters for what his relationship bounds, which also makes me wonder if this is what her and her husband, with Hall and her husband, are into and if that's what they're into then i have to say boss move because like who knows what the fuck he doing well One, hold on hold on
0: maglioso aka this guy he yes. might be smiling real big for a reason he and his wife
1: yeah might be yes open yes yes i get that's what i i understood that. what i'm saying is he gets an automatic championship ring because uh dude is out here Living his life freely the way that he chooses to. And that's cool. So he didn't even violate He his... could have been lying to his wife though. He didn't no, apparently not. If they're in an open relationship, he do what he wants. Listen, what I'm trying to say here is, fellas, if that's what if that's what you need, then you need to speak to your lady about it and maybe maybe Hall and her, you know, significant other had the same kind of agreement, right? Like, we are over here judging. I don't think it's fair to judge this, ladies. That uh, is a fucking porn video. But you said she only gave oral to that dude. What I'm really getting at here is I don't personally understand why this is news other than the fact that- A meme? (laughs) It's a meme, right? Because she is a very tight and it's like it almost seems like an OnlyFans kind of thing or a Pornhub kind of thing, depending on what side of the millennial Zoomer spectrum you fall on. More like a chain of command kind of thing. <sighs> you know what I mean At no point in that article does it say that they ran a train on this lady. <laughs> Who's out I feel the same way about this cop that I feel about the whole Meg the Stallion thing when it came out in trial, they was like, oh, well, Meg was fucking Tori, and she was fucking da- baby, and she was fucking somebody else at the same time. And it's, it's like, okay, um, at a certain point, when all, I just feel like... like listen to the song, why? I just, like, okay, so as a dude, as a dude, I personally feel like, when you, when you start naming, like, all the dudes that have like in a circle that have like slept with this girl at what point is the girl still a slut and not like a, a Mac? right because it's like is she fucking you and all your homies is that her being loose or is that her having game because damn she been ran through all y'all niggas like i don't understand what's the point like she has riz. that's that's so 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 does so does hall have riz or is she is she is she the unit bicycle like
0: for <laughs> a doorknob?
1: I feel like I could have delivered that joke a little bit better. Um, it it just took me a little the doorknob. Everybody
0: the, can turn it.
1: Is she the doorknob to the the, the porch? God, what do they call a police uh, uh, the, precinct? Yeah, is she the doorknob to the precinct? I don't know right because if her husband he claims her husband
0: I'm, is we have to get that the soft move or boss move, move for the his husband, husband staying with we're going to assume so, probably had no idea about any of this
1: so i'm gonna i'm gonna tie this into the gabrielle union thing right like do you think she's making more money than him Than d wade No, Gabrielle Union says she cheated on her last husband because and felt okay with it because she was making more money than him and paying the bills. So do you think that she was making more money than him on her police salary? And and he was like, well, what am I going to do? Let me see. I think it might actually say what he does for a living. Also, how do you feel about Gabrielle Union being like, it was okay because I was making more money?
0: Uh, I think that's fucked up
1: personally 50 cent called it ho shit and i have to agree um i i said that i like i said this shit on twitter right i was like it's a double standard can we stop admitting can we stop and admit finally that men and women are the same and everybody dirty like just like like, let's just admit it y'all like let's stop playing around and pretending like oh men do this but women do that and it's different like We we can all agree that it be some broke bitches out here that expect niggas with like six figures, right? Like you living at home on a mattress, don't have a bed frame, right? (laughs) And your TV is on an Ikea stand, but you do got to drive a Mercedes and be able to pay for dinner and your rent. Her Um, husband, Jedediah. His name is Jedediah? Jedediah. Does he build houses?
0: the son of a pastor.
1: (laughs) That doesn't surprise me. Quote,
0: wasn't really on board and instead confronted his wife of four years for cheating.
1: (sighs) So what I'm about to say is gonna sound wild based off of what I have said previously.
0: Dailymail.com can reveal big-hearted Jedediah, 28, a former state park ranger with a master's degree from Middle Tennessee State University is sticking with his wife and trying to work through their problem
1: he's a steak bart ranger former former state
0: park the pair have been sweethearts since their college days got married in november 2018 and in march of last year bought their first family home in manchester 60 miles south of the music city
1: so he knows what kind of freak she is they've been together since college it said he knows what kind of freak she is based off of this new information i'm going to call this A soft move. Nigga, what the fuck is you doing? I'm sorry, hold on, right? Like, all right, listen. I get that you've been with shorty for a long time and I might be able to excuse one incident of cheating. This is a small police department, dog. Like, it's not. That's why this is big news, right? Because it's a small police department. It's not like this shit doesn't happen in police departments across the country, right? But this just happens to be funny because of the meme ability. Like, yes. Shorty literally looked like the rabbit from Zootopia, and <laughs> she is getting smashed by Mr. T in the game. Like, <laughs> let's let's keep it a whole band. And and her nigga is secretly a cop, dog. Like. So maybe this is a boss move. Maybe he's like, maybe he's been awakened. No, Um, he's he's been playing Fire Emblem. And he's like, you know what? Actually, I'm okay with this, but why didn't you tell me? (laughs) If you wanted to get smashed by big black police officers because you know, you want to make a difference in the system, then (laughs) I'm okay with that. Do you think he has B, hold on, wait, wait. Do you think he has BLM in his bio? Jedediah
0: was in training for the Tennessee Highway Patrol, but decided to pull out because of the scandal engulfing his spouse and instead took a job as a deputy.
1: So I would already say that he was the deputy in the relationship. Um, And it's not okay. Look, this is really awful considering the discussion we just had last week about masculinity. Right? But, but, man to man, Jed, Jedediah. Jedediah. Bro, it ain't no fixing that. I'm sorry, you always gonna remember that. It's gonna take ayahuasca laced with shrooms, laced with peyote to make you forget that. Every time they have like an office party, eventually, you'll get sober. Do you think they have a shared Facebook now? <laughs> Yo, fuck out of here, dog. Nah, I'm sorry. Listen, like I was saying earlier, everybody make mistakes. He probably, he, maybe maybe he's forgiven her because he cheated, right? And she just didn't find out reported about <laughs> knowing
0: that Hall unloaded her gun and dry-fired her gun at her head so she could hear what it sounded like.
1: I said she was a freak also earlier. Reported
0: knowing that Hall voiced harmful thoughts and on multiple <sighs> occasions said that she should not be alone.
1: So this isn't funny anymore. No, you just You just made it not funny. I'm, I'm just reading through this. So it was always not funny. Um, maybe that's why her husband is staying with her because she has now expressed the uh mental health aspect of all of this which puts a whole different perspective into the situation right now we can't just look at it as oh she's a freak and they was all having free love fun no they weren't
0: maglioso who revealed that his wife amy got involved in spring 2022 and a bungled attempt to coax Jedediah into a night of bed swapping. Maglioso told Patton that at one party Hall and Maglioso's wife started kissing and Hall's husband Jedediah came into the room and seemed upset.
1: Her husband was never down for the shit. He was never down for this. He was never down for the this. So He's not helping the fact that this is a soft move, dog. Well, Maglioso's
0: not helping because he admitted to pouring vodka down Hall's throat and having drunken sex with her at a Girls gone Wild party on board a colleague's houseboat to celebrate Memorial Day.
1: Okay, so... That guy's still got a boss move? I am, hold on, no, because I am hard confirming Jedediah's soft move because how the fuck do you let your wife go to a girls gone wild party now 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 to play Buy yourself to play devil's advocate if she was like it's a bachelorette party it's me and the girls and we're going on a houseboat and there's not gonna be any men except for the crew right like even the crew is enough to like send a like a trigger warning up in my dude brain like, oh yeah?
0: When Patton quizzed Hall about the raucous bash, she confirmed her bikini top had come off in the hot tub and that she had been so drunk she fell down a flight of stairs. (sighs) Hall admitted further booty calls with Lugo and McGowan, whom, it later transpired, was the source of the original whistleblower's tip received by Bear Cole's office.
1: So she's got a problem right it sounds like she has an alcohol problem on top of maybe like a sex addiction that is probably increased by the influence of alcohol in that case right like i'm still calling it a soft move to stay with her like because if you care about her you can help her as a person but if you care about yourself You also need to separate yourself from the situation, dog. Like there's no listen, I wholly believe in breaking up with somebody and still staying in contact with them because you care about them, right? Like you can believe that a connection with a person is a good thing, but you do not have to be invested in that connection with that person, right? Like not in the sense that you maintain some kind of title status with that person. Right? Like, if he's really worried about her, he can be like, look, this can't happen anymore, but I'm gonna see that you get the help that you need. Right? Hall
0: was open about her relationships with the other officers and once bragged about one cop's manhood after performing oral sex on him while on duty, according to the report.
1: Do you think it was the first dude that you showed me? (laughs) 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 Yo. Listen just this. to just to
0: give everybody a description of what he looked like He looked like He a was bouncer. a big
1: black officer he looked, like a, he
0: looked like a bouncer on Jerry Springer
1: I don't know what is that is worse but yeah no um I'm still gonna say Maglioso, or or that was his name? Maglioso is the other guy. Yeah, Maglioso, uh, one dope ass name. Uh, (laughs) Yo, Maglioso! He he still gets his boss move, right, because- Don't
0: expect somebody named Maglioso in Tennessee. I was like, that sounds like someone in Staten Island. uh, Right,
1: right. Like an Italian cop named Maglioso in Tennessee in an open relationship, like, Dude, Why do you vote red? He might <laughs> he might not have. Dog, it sounds like Maglioso might be a secret Biden supporter, right? He's like, I still back the blue, right? But, but I back the, the blue.
0: And, and We're so fucking good at this.
1: <laughs> but, but Jedediah, dog, come on. Do you love yourself, bro? Or is there like some like Protestant... Like, that's not Protestant, right? That's like, how close but to like But got to do with it if you, you don't love yourself? How love? I
0: know you want
1: it. Do you think her pussy's that crazy?
0: I know what you want to say.
1: Do you think? No, 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 no. No, do you think her pussy that crazy?
0: Apparently not, because only one dude wanted it.
1: Do you think only one dude wanted it, or she was willing to only willing to give it to one dude? right because ladies got their preference over here she bragged about one of the niggas dicks right like maybe she saw that shit and was like there's no fucking way <laughs> there's no way release the kraken <laughs> you
0: know what's great You're always the one that's bringing up like the sex related topics, and you're like, I'm gonna make this really awkward. I'm the one that came with it this time.
1: I mean, I saw this story, I didn't know if it was worth covering.
0: I had to look it up because I saw the meme everywhere, and I'm just like, oh, this just must be like a number one trending porn or something right now. And then I was, somebody actually asked, who is this? And I'm like,
1: police girl meme. There it is. And I think this is a perfect time to slide into the Pornhub 2022 year wrap-up statistics. And with that, we'll be right back.
0: It's a tradition!
1: Do you live around here? I live right here in this van with my kitty.
0: I see. Have you read the Bible?
1: Maybe I, have, maybe I haven't. What's it to you? Can you read, my son?
0: Depends. Can you go fuck yourself? Check, 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 check it out. What, what, what what's it all about? What, 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 working out? Let's burn this, burn this party out.
1: That's a really wild way to get into what kind of kinky shit you niggas have been up to. Shout out to the Beastie Boys. That's a really wild way to work out what kind of kinky shit you niggas have been getting into. Uh, Shout out to the Beastie Boys, I guess. As we slide into my favorite annual tradition.
0: All I really want is girls. Pornhub
1: 2022 review and wrap up. And we will start with, of course, the top search categories because i mean that's what everybody wants to know really is what what is what are we really looking for what are we looking what are we into? unspokenly
0: what what are we bonding over without words
1: and this year's top category is drum roll please Lesbians, you niggas is really into them lesbians this year. They are taking the number one spot. Moving up one search with uh also ebony.
0: ladies.
1: Shout out to the ladies because the number two search is Ebony Pool, right? And uh Ebony Shout out to the Queens <laughs> I was gonna say typically refers to the Queens. Um after that it's Japanese, right? Um and Japanese was I think number one last year, right? So they are number three spot no disrespect to the japanese ladies because you know y'all still out there doing your thing at the number three spot it's the censor kid but moving up six spots to take the number four place in the search categories is threesomes Right, <laughs> right? That surprises me because I thought that just kind of would have like
0: perpetually stayed in like the top five.
1: Listen, I've been seeing a lot of that, you know, polyamorous lifestyle shit being pushed around on the four you pages and stuff like that. Um not to expose myself or anything. <laughs> but what have we tumbled into? A lot of talk um is going into it, and then after that at number five, you have anal and then MILF. And then transgender rounding out number six um i feel like six is a pretty accurate number for transgenders i don't don't ask me why i can't really explain that it just feels right seven eight nine and ten. Seven, eight, nine, and ten being mature outdoor and popular with women right which i find funny because as we get into uh the like actual like demographics of it the number of female visitors on Pornhub actually dropped by a huge margin. I want to say like 6% this year. Which, which I think is interesting because of Roe v. Wade. Right? Cultural context, <laughs> people! Turns out you know, you take away a woman's right to choose, it might not be so willing to, you know... Listen. I just, I, I thought that was interesting. Is all I'm saying. Not um, Not causation. A correlation? Possibly. Possibly. Because like I said, uh, last year, I think it was at like 27%. Like, overwhelmingly, it's dudes on Pornhub. Surprise, surprise. No. <laughs> um, Straight guys make up an overwhelming majority of people on Pornhub. Or I guess guys make up an overwhelming majority of people on I
0: feel like there's some biology at play there.
1: Or maybe it's because
0: it's the loneliest generation.
1: <laughs> so in the United States um, alone, female visitors made up a proportion of 29% of the viewership, whereas male viewers made up 71% of the, uh, the Pornhub traffic,
0: right? Is that just did not including non-binary?
1: I know, so that's female identifying versus male identifying. Oh, okay, right. Um, the United Kingdom, it was twenty-eight to seventy-two percent. Um, Germany, it was twenty-six to seventy-four percent. But the the country that had the highest equivalency was the Philippines, right? Where it was fifty-three percent female traffic versus forty-seven wow. percent male
0: traffic. Wow, <laughs> Filipino women right? sound like freaks. <laughs>
1: In Colombia it was 51 to 49%. Mexico it was 48 to 52%, right? And then it steadily declined from there with Argentina, Brazil, Poland. So
0: Philippines and Colombia were the only ones where majority of the viewers were, were women.
1: women. Yes. Um <laughs> take that and do what you will about that. But I think that after um, Ukraine, it gets interesting, right? Because Ukraine, it's like 41% female viewership to 49% or to 59% male viewership. Um, shout out to the Ukrainians still being horny despite everything that y'all going through right now. I think that's tough that as is, hell. That is dope. Listen, it speaks a lot to the human experience. Hold but on. Can I do a quick, real,
0: real quick aside on Ukraine? Go for it. Okay, so... Voldemir Zelensky.
1: Is it Volodymyr?
0: Uh... Volodymyr? President Zelensky... I'm not Zelensky. gonna press
1: you on it, go ahead.
0: President Zelensky was on David Letterman's Netflix show, uh, May I Present My Next Guest, or whatever? Yeah. And he told this fantastic joke. So the joke goes, Hey, did you hear that, that Russia declared war on NATO? Oh, Really? Russia declared war on NATO? How, how's that going? Oh, uh, well, you know, 70,000 Russian soldiers are dead. Half of their arms are depleted. A couple of tanks have self-destructed. They can't really hold the line. But, oh, how's, how's NATO doing? NATO, they haven't even shown up yet.
1: <laughs> I mean God God I don't even have a transition for that to slide back into <laughs> Ukrainian
0: women are troopers for still going out and watching porn while I mean, getting bombarded in residential buildings by Russian missiles Oh, by the way, Russia is now bombarding residential buildings with ballistic missiles. Anyway, porn.
1: Why would you do that to me? (laughs) God, that makes it so hard. (sighs) The tables have turned. That's an odd phrase. Now you
0: are awkward talking about sex. Because I'm talking about a terrorist state attacking a sovereign nation.
1: I feel like I can't even go back into this shit now. Um...
0: (laughs) You know what is hot besides the burning of residential buildings? Ukrainian women.
1: You know what Gen Z thinks is hot? According to Pornhub's year statistics and review, uh, 18 to the 18 to 24 demographic which they have labeled as gen Z finds uh, threesomes hot. so they were probably the leading pushers in the threesome category all that generation Y the millennial generation uh, 25 to 34 threesomes did come in at second uh, but Asian uh, came in at number one for millennials because you weebs, Um, are really out there (laughs) pushing these Asian stereotypes. Better than furry. Gen Z was also into virtual reality porn uh, this year, which I think is, you know...
0: uh, That's probably generational. It's
1: Facebook propaganda. Uh, Uh, Okay. Shout out to the metaverse. (laughs) Zuckerberg, you will do what you will. They were also into cartoons, cosplay, and uncensored hentai, as well as vertical video, which I think is generational. Because coming up, you would get your ass dragged for filming some shit in vertical video, but you TikTok motherfuckers and you real lovers and you story watchers, just y'all love y'all vertical videos, right? Like, I mean... As far as millennials go, like I said it was Asians, threesomes, then milfs, then feet. Listen. I'm going to stop here. I'm going to stop you here because I think it's time to admit that I'm not I'm not here to kink shame, right? But I got to ask you feet niggas like what it is? I I I, I don't, I don't get, get, it. get it. I don't get it. I don't it. get it. There's a lot of kinks that like I'm willing to be like Okay. I can
0: understand that. In the
1: right context, maybe the feet
0: that it doesn't make sense for me.
1: No, I'm not I'm not here for it. After that it was virtual reality, right? Well hold
0: on, I wanna say, like, a woman who's wearing like heels that makes her legs look great, like, yeah, that's that's awesome. That's
1: not feet though, that's but shoes yeah, like, and legs, right? That's not that's not toes and like
0: Yeah, like that whole and heel, thing I don't get
1: uh-huh. Gen X was really into the cream pies, and then it was Mills for them, and then scissoring. Um, Coming in at number four, though, surprisingly, was transgender. Something like 25% of the Gen X traffic was searching for transgender porn, which is um, very poignant. Considering they're the, I feel like they're really the loudest about like, you know, the whole bathroom situation and stuff like, and remember when like a X-Gen lot of Gen Xers? Yeah. Yeah, dog. You think it's boomers?
0: I mean, I kind of just think boomers complain about everything.
1: Well, boomers, I can tell you are really into hand jobs. Um, that was the number one search category amongst Boomer traffic on Pornhub, as well as keep it vanilla, mature, and babe. And then we went into vintage, as well as small tits numbering. Wow, number they really do want to make
0: America great again. Because.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> <laughs> It does feel very, like, rock of love. (laughs) I guess those aren't small tits, right? Like, oh, man. Rounding out the statistics, my favorite part is always looking at state by state. (laughs) What some of the top searches were and what some of the uh, wildest searches were. So in our home state, the top search term uh, this year was HSMR right um what's going on asmr asmr porn what so like pussy sounds like sounds like dick sucking oh. like that kind of shit like i guess right like i don't know not uh i'm not i'm not one of the marylanders out here searching up asmr
0: i'm catholic
1: <laughs> i'm catholic <laughs> shut the fuck up uh name a state and pick a state and i'll tell you what their top. tennessee tennessee Strap on. California. California Asian. Texas. That's not surprising to me considering California has a lot of Asians. Oh, Texas? Texas was panties. Texas was really into the lingerie this year. Maine. Uh, Maine? Oh, Maine was into the uh the uh college, college kids this year.
0: Illinois.
1: Boy. Oh, was into the furries.
0: Oh wow. Alaska! <laughs>
1: I'll let y'all unpack that how you want. What's up, Pete Buttigieg? <laughs> Alaska, Alaska was into breast expansion.
0: Hawaii,
1: Hawaii was into amateur wife shit. That seems that seems wild, right? Like, wouldn't you have that flipped? Wyoming. Wyoming was into big booties this year. Shout out to Wyoming, I get it. I I can see where y'all coming from, right? Literally.
0: Last one, New York.
1: New York was into Dominicans. Shout out to my Latino gang. Shout out to Barrow. Latinos who's big. (laughs) So the South in general, Really had it in for uh, black porn, lots of big black ass, lots of black BBC, big big ass. Here's a joke
0: and a lot of historical context.
1: Shout out to South Carolina for the gilf porn. I see you. <laughs> the retirement community in South Carolina is going strong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's above Tennessee? <laughs> Hold on, where's my other map at? (laughs) I gotta keep (laughs) pulling up my other map. Is that Kentucky? What did I say was Kentucky earlier? Let me see. Kentucky, no, it's Kentucky. Kentucky uh, is into stepmoms. Like, really into the stepmom porn. (laughs) Yo, but the South is like, all blacks. (laughs) Like, Louisiana is black. (laughs) What's above Louisiana? (laughs) Oklahoma and uh, Kansas was really into the anime and the hentai So it makes me wonder if like Oklahoma and Kansas have really big Asian populations. (laughs) Cause...
0: To to throw back the TK, r slash are the streets alright?
1: Colorado was really into the goth porn this year, right? Which makes me a little uncomfortable about Colorado knowing you guys' history, right? I mean, y'all got a lot of weed out there, though, and shrooms is legal. Utah is really into the Mormon porn, and- uh, Yeah. Don't say. Arizona is really into showers, and it doesn't say, it doesn't specify whether it's golden showers or not. So I- live in a desert. I was gonna- I think they'll take either. I was gonna say, (laughs) I think it's just hot in Arizona. (laughs) something people are like, you know it would be nice? Steamy. <laughs> you know it would be really nice? Montana is really into leather, though.
0: That makes sense. Does fucking it? Cowboys, ranchers.
1: That makes sense to you. I mean, Ted Turner
0: literally is Why so fucking you? rich that he revived the buffalo population so he could hunt them for fun.
1: I wanna know what's really up with Oregon and in Illinois being into the furry porn though, like, well, oh no. Illinois has
0: got a big convention.
1: It's not Illinois, area. it's Illinois is into dirty talk. It's Indianapolis. Uh, oh, Indiana. Indiana, my bad, excuse me. It's Indiana. The land of Mike Pence and Pete Buttigieg. <laughs> Yo. Indiana. They met in the middle there.
0: They're like, oh well, I'm not okay with you being fully gay.
1: And he's like, unless. Well, maybe
0: if we meet halfway.
1: Unless it's part of your fursona. If it's part your fursona?
0: <laughs> Is that a thing? Yes, that's
1: literally what they call it. That's what that's what it's called when um you have your furry personality.
0: What animal it's your does bike Pets dress up as?
1: Ooh raccoon
0: i don't know if i feel a raccoon you know
1: no you don't feel raccoon for my
0: now i'm just imagining him and mario brothers in the raccoon suit just like my pet fucking flying
1: in a tanuki suit come on he calls his wife mother dog he definitely dresses up as a f- oh my god do you think he's into like infant play what does Pete Buttigieg show
0: up dressed as? I feel like he shows up as a rabbit.
1: No, Pete Buttigieg shows up dressed in blackface. <laughs> it's like, I don't know if he's been caught dressed in blackface yet. It just feels like. It
0: feels he's, like he's someone who will get caught <laughs> being. Because...
1: in something. in some kind of egregiously offensive costume. Yeah, I.
0: I feel like Pete Buttigieg is the type of person where if you deep his Facebook, you'd find some offensive, co- like offensive costumes. <sighs> I remember I was at a, my family camp, Deer Valley, and I saw a very non-problematic version of somebody being Tupac. It was a Hispanic girl okay. who wore, like, a... Uh, big baggy bright orange almost like uh, like fisherman or like oiler pants with boots and she had a tank top and a jacket on with a bandana around her head and people were like who are you and she's like
1: I'm Tupac okay (laughs) and on that note I think that'll round out Our review of this year's Pornhub review (laughs) of their annual statistics. Um, I think the most interesting fact of all of that data is probably Oregon and uh, what do we say, Indiana being really into the furries. Right? Um, I'm not really super surprised at threesomes being the number one category. I guess Indiana being
0: furries does define it as a battleground station.
1: Um, Does that make
0: Indiana a MOBA? Multiplayer online battle arena?
1: Because it's a battleground state or because they're into furries? Both. Well, I can tell you that people across the nation were really into NCIS and Grey's Anatomy this year. Uh, That's right. Uh, Switching data, we are moving into some of the most streamed, tv shows and movies of last year right like i wanted to really take a look at what we were like the content excuse me i wanted to take a look at the content we were really consuming last year ncis and gray's anatomy spent a total of 47 weeks in nielsen's top 10 streaming
0: uh statistics. Wow. My right? first question is how many seasons are both of those shows?
1: Um I can tell you that they were viewed for a combined total of almost fifty eight billion minutes, as well as single episodes were streamed around fifty thousand times amongst viewers. Right? I mean Grey's Anatomy
0: is Let's be honest. It's just a high. It's a high quality soap opera.
1: I think, and, and it's been running like it's fucking One Piece. I think they said yeah. And according to this article, this MSN article, they said each uh, series contains more than three hundred and fifty episodes. Right. So it's that's it's a lot of yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of material for yeah. people to be viewing. Outside of that, though, one of the highest viewerships were amongst some of our children's shows, right? Uh, Coco Melon, Bluey, and Encanto and in total gained a number of 68.95 billion minutes, right? It's um, a lot of
0: time.
1: Yeah, no. Uh, Coco Melon is the only series to make Nielsen's rankings every single week. With a total of 33.26 billion minutes. Encanto made the top 10 movies for 37 weeks, ranking in 22.26 billion uh, minutes of viewership uh, within those 37. No other film got above 9 million minutes for 20 weeks, 21 weeks on the charts, right? So Encanto was really like, I feel bad
0: for not seeing it. If
1: if I'm if I'm reading this data correctly, that says to me that kids were so obsessed with Encanto, parents were just like put Encanto on, they'll shut up, and we can go and do what we need to do. (laughs) Who quit? Like Encanto was just was running to keep the kids busy (laughs) this year, as well as Coco Melon. And uh, Bluey, meanwhile, spent 30 weeks in the top 10 for Disney Plus series and accumulated a total of 13.43 billion minutes of view return. 27.3, or 23.7 million viewers this year participated in streaming football throughout, and I, by football, I mean American football, not soccer. <laughs> Um, the World Cup, however, ranked in a total of twenty five point seven eight million or seventy eight million viewers this year. The world honestly, Cup. it is the biggest global sporting event in the world. I mean, more, more than people, the Olympics, honestly. Yeah, I no, I I totally agree with that. Right, it's, I think it's more people sport that. Yeah, everybody is way more invested, cares about. Yeah, right. It's the closest thing we have to like Gundam. until we actually have gundam
0: fights dude how long is it until g gundam becomes real because we already know japan has working gundams and if they have like show working gundams that
1: means they have military grade working gundams you know what i can't believe is still a real thing the macy's thanksgiving day parade which ranked in a total of 22.3 million viewers across all platforms this year including Um, live yes wow yeah that's being one of the United States' most watched uh, television events of the entire year. Um, One of the only other things that was more watched than that was this year's season of Stranger Things, which ranked in a total of 775.23 million hours of U.S. viewership alone.
0: I would like to say... I have never seen an episode of Stranger Things.
1: <laughs> However,
0: I am also not one of those people when it comes to Game of Thrones where they're like adamantly saying that they don't watch Game of Thrones. I've just never watched Stranger Things.
1: So the only thing that came close to breaking and Stranger Things broke Netflix's record of like the most streamed uh hours uh, or minutes of a television show within like the first week or something mm-hmm. like that uh the only thing that came close to that was wednesday i feel like you know the relevancy and time is also something to account for because Wednesday well,
0: kaleidoscope has also been coming on strong in the past two
1: weeks wednesday however was able to surpass stranger things most watched hours within its first like day of uh debut which is not for nothing because it has been granted a second season coming in at netflix's number three most watched series would be Dahmer, and then following at bridgerton series two with or season two excuse me bridgerton season two at number four inventing anna at number five ozark season four at number six the watcher at uh Number seven, Sandman at eight, and Woo! Umbrella Academy at number nine, and Virgin River at number 10. Can we just talk about for a second about how phenomenal
0: the Sandman was?
1: Yeah, no, I think uh, the casting was on point with all of the characters. The pacing of the show, I think, was done rather well. Like how they had like the first half of him like regathering and then he's like, all right, I'm reestablishing. Well, I also don't feel like the episodes were rushed with a lot of like um, exposition, right? Like that I feel like some of these other TV shows... There's
0: one scene in there that just, it's ingrained in my mind and it was when uh, the Corinthian was talking to John in uh, I think Times Square right after he broke out of the asylum, yeah. And the Corinthian walked up to him. And he's like, "Oh, how how are you?" And he's like, "Oh, I I I'm cold. I don't really know where I'm,
1: I'm yeah going." Yeah, no, and he I gives him the that. jacket. Yeah. Yep.
0: And he says, "Can I give you this back once I get where I'm going?" And the Corinthian says, "As long as you get where you're going." And I was like, "Holy fuck, that is brilliant writing."
1: Yeah. No, that was it was really good. Some of the top stream movies on Netflix would be Day Shift, the Jamie Foxx Vampire movie at number 10, right? And then we had The Man from Toronto, which I didn't get a chance to watch. Senior Year, Eleanor Holmes 2, The CB's, The Tender Slender. Ah, which, we
0: did do we did talk about that one.
1: Which also happened to be one of Netflix's most streamed crime documentary movies ever right? So that broke another one of Netflix's records. Hustle, Purple Hearts, The Atom Project, and coming in at number one would be The Gray Man. Also,
0: highly entertaining.
1: Netflix's most expensive movie to date, right? It was gorgeous. Yes, it was a good movie, but I do feel like it faced the issue that I feel like a lot of Netflix movies face, which is the pacing.
0: It's right. very formulaic.
1: It is. And I I watched a YouTube breakdown, um, and I forget the... I don't
0: honestly even really remember the plot of The Grey Man. I just remember that it was fucking wild. And it then doesn't... there was that crazy fight between Chris Evans right. and Ryan Gosling yeah. while they're getting fireworks shot off
1: around them. Captain America and Captain Canada has a face-off. Right? <laughs> yeah. When does Ryan Gosling show up in the MCU? Who would Ryan Gosling be in the-
0: Honestly, you know what comes to my mind, and it, it's gonna be really weird considering he's definitely too old to play this character normally, but based off of how X-Men has fucked with, like, time and everything with Days in Future Past, I think he would be a good habit, which is Scott Summers, a.k.a. Cyclops' younger brother.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Alright, you know I could see that. Kinda. Some of the other shows that spent time at Nielsen's number one uh top spots were Ozark and Cobra Kai, as well as I have to finish Ozark still. Turning Red for movies. You know, Turning Red was pretty high up there as far as like movies were concerned for a while in uh Nielsen's top ratings. Manifest was also a pretty big show this year as far as Netflix goes. The Ultimatum, as well as Better Call Saul, spent a good time up there. I Um, need to finish the final season of that as well. The Ring of Power, the Amazon can't be, you know, counted out for this. Um, but Netflix. Uh, They spent a fuck ton of money on that. As well as much as people complain that Netflix doesn't have anything to watch, Netflix dominated the Nielsen ratings this year, so as far as America was
0: I, I wrote a little synopsis on my take on The man. It's a really fun action movie. Plot is pretty basic. Agent Ryan Gosling gets burned, and the FBI hires a psychopath, Chris Evans, to hunt him down. It's a nice refresher that Evans is more than just Steve Rogers, but didn't come across as him trying too hard to distance himself from ruining his performance. He played a good action villain, and that's what I expect from a one-shot action movie. On the flip side, Gosling brought the suave swagger you expect from his performances, but it's a far cry from The Big Short or The Notebook. Basically, Jason Bourne, but you don't have to look at him the whole time and think, that's Ryan Gosling, the way you have to look at all of the Jason Bourne movies and go, oh, that's Matt Damon. Epic fight scenes, they fight inside of a fireworks show during Chinese New Year. It's wall-to-wall action. A goddamn roller coaster. Very fun movie. A great evening movie, and a very easy watch. I give it a 4 out of 5.
1: I mean, you're not wrong, though. Like, it was a good movie, but it did feel very, like... It almost felt kind of staring, right? As far as, like, action movies go.
0: This is your cookie-cutter action movie, but they made it really fucking pretty.
1: Yes. Yep, absolutely. It had iconic, like, format that we are used to from action movies, but it didn't feel Michael Bay-ish, right? Like, it didn't But it's feel... not
0: memorable, and it doesn't have, like, memorable moments no.
1: the way that Die Hard. The only memorable moment in that is Ana de Armez and that's just because she is a treasure wherever she is. From. The fight inside of the fireworks. Which which also featured Ana de Armez.
0: The the fight My inside of the fireworks still. is up there, along the same levels of Clive Owen having sex in the tank <laughs> while fighting, shooting people and them up, because that is one of the most incredible scenes.
1: That How is farcical. One of the the is most shoot 'em up. Um, one hundred percent, and that scene absolutely confirms that that movie is a farce because if you would, if you were questioning, like. Whether this was supposed to be like on the level of like equalizer or if no, this was it's a, a fucking <laughs> hilarious movie.
0: Do you remember that he like flips the fuck out? And he's like, oh, this asshole isn't using his fucking turret signal. And he like flips his car over.
1: It's almost like cranked, right? It's like British crank.
0: And I'm alright
1: Well, I no, okay, miss so Clive <clears throat> Owen. I miss Clive Owen. Was that movie Children of Men? Was that not enough for you? Um,
0: Uh, No, I loved him in Inside Man, which, by the way, is a Spike Lee jump.
1: What I was going to say is for the uh, complaints that we all have about Netflix not having any actual content, right, they overwhelmingly dominated the top streaming services or the top content providers in the Nielsen.
0: Which does make me wonder. Yet, yeah, Disney Plus was the one that gained the most subscribers.
1: Right, and, and and even right, Netflix also had their biggest drop in subscribers this year. And even with their biggest drop in subscribers of the entire time that they've been a streaming service, they still dominate the Nielsen rankings.
0: It's like Disney Plus took one leg off of a spider.
1: What were some of your favorite? Is that favorite- a bad? Is that a bad illusion? No, no, no. What were some of your favorite things you streamed this year?
0: Um. Okay. So I'm. I uh, this this is. Because both I'm of mine. Going to avoid a tangent, but I've started One Piece.
1: I was gonna say because both of mine were Netflix properties.
0: So uh, One Piece, Sandman, a lot of mine are like Funimation that I get through Hulu. Right.
1: Which is, I guess, Disney. House oh. of Dragons. Okay. That was Peacemaker, HBO Max. or right. peace?
0: Yeah, Peacemaker. Which is A-
1: HBO Max. HBO.
0: I watched all of the Marvel series except for Miss Marvel. I think. Okay. None of them to me are like that. Like to me, I'm really just like WandaVision and Loki were phenomenal. Captain Falcon, Soldier, Dusty Winter Chan was pretty good, and then the other ones are pretty.
1: What was the oh dude what was the um one that was all in black and white it just came out for like halloween oh god damn it that one was pretty good though content saturation with the marvel cinematic universe <laughs> i just saw a meme the other day that was like <laughs> doesn't care about or isn't invested in the marvel universe any, anymore but keeps watching Doctor Strange, though, was also one of the top streamed movies of the year, right? Yes,
0: yes. I remember seeing that, that Doctor Strange was the number one streamed movie on Disney+. Plus.
1: Um, it also broke box office top ten as well. Um, I think Avatar and Top Gun, I think, were number one and two as what far about as movies Spider-Man no Way, this Spider-Man No
0: Way Home? I
1: imagine The Batman and Spider-Man
0: No Way Home have pretty good theater debut money. The Batman, by the way, was, also came out in 22, is fucking incredible. It really is an amazing movie, however, it definitely
1: could be shorter. Um, I just watched it again the other day. Visually, it is very striking and, um, impressive. You know what my favorite part of that movie is? Go ahead.
0: When he stalls the Batmobile. Wow. (laughs) When he fucking stalls the Batmobile, I'm Dying, I'm like, oh, this guy is a fucking... He is greed as shit. Look at this noob. <laughs> He's
1: like, he doesn't even know how
0: to drive that thing. No, because the thing is, is, is I relate. Like, have you ever driven a manual? Like, actually driven
1: one? Here's where I have to admit that, no, I have not. So I have not even burdened myself with I, that.
0: I, when I was learning how to drive, I know that feeling of just right. like, you can't even get the fucking car to start.
1: Now, my question is, is do you think that was realistic? Do you think that...
0: Yes, I think that actually would be realistic. Cause like,
1: he no, just no.
0: started being Batman. So like his adrenaline's pumping. He's probably drove, driven this
1: car two or three times. No, I mean, do you think Robert Pattinson knows how to drive Steve? Isn't he British? And he's uh, British, then so. Yes, I would say
0: yes. He knows how to draw stick, Ship. Up and i will not be out.
1: You wanna you wanna Give me a button tense! You wanna keep <laughs> You gonna keep going? Okay, so the number one movie in the box office this year was Maverick, actually, Top Gun. Uh number two would be Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Right? I um, haven't seen it yet, not gonna lie. So I Angela seen...
0: Bassett won a golden glove for it,
1: though. Yes, I haven't seen either one of those movies, but I do think that that is very funny, considering that these are the domestic box office <laughs> results, and the number one and two movies The were whitest the... movie? <laughs> and the blackest <laughs> movie. Number three would be Doctor Strange, and then Avatar coming in at number four. That's I Avatar, still feel like water.
0: that's fucking...
1: Schrödinger's box office movie. Like
0: everybody I know, no one is actually watching.
1: It's made 401 million at the box office. Uh Jurassic Park World Domination came in at number five with 376 million. And then we had Minions Rise of Gru coming in at 367 or 369 million. Then the Batman at number seven with 369 million as well. Thor 11 Thunder at 343 million. Oh, must be best picture quality. Spider-Man No Way Home at 231 domestic and then Sonic the Hedgehog rounding out number 10. Sonic the Hedgehog, 2, 2 at 190 million. Um leaking in at number 11 would be Black Adam and then Elvis coming in at number 12. I'm surprised that
0: Spider-Man No Way Home did not make more.
1: Nope and Uncharted and Lightyear all made top 20, as well as Smile, Lost City, Bullet Train, and the Bad Guys, and the Fantastic. Did you Beasts. watch Bullet
0: Train? I watched it on Netflix.
1: Um, I've watched half of it. I have not watched it. Bullet Train is super fun. It is super fun. And yes, fun it movie. is
0: Brad Pitt just being, being Brad, Brad Pitt. Pitt. And I'm if this it's movie, okay with? It. I'm okay movie, with it. I'm
1: fine with it. I'm fine with it. I told you I'm okay with it. I'm okay with Brad Pitt just being Brad Pitt. We can just also stop pretending like Brad Pitt is, like, fucking Paul Giamatti. Or even, like, Paul a Samuel. <laughs> or Paul Newman.
0: Would you give Brad Pitt Robert Redford status?
1: You know, I would say that Robert Redford. Like, those
0: two are actually compared very often.
1: Yeah, because Robert Redford was good at playing Robert Redford.
0: You know, there's a great quote when I think it was, they were casting, I think, Kramer versus Kramer. And Dustin Hoffman and Robert Redford were going up for the same role. And the director chose to go with Dustin Hoffman over Robert Redford. Somebody asked them why. And the director basically said, have you looked at Robert? There's no way he doesn't
1: get the girl. Yeah, no, I mean, listen, I get it, right? Like, uh, and I'm over here trolling, saying that Paul Giamatti and Samuel L. Jackson don't do the exact same thing, right? Although- Paul Giamatti,
0: also a great
1: farcical villain in Shoot'em Up. Although I will say Paul Giamatti has more range than Brad Pitt does. I'll
0: give you that. Paul Giamatti has got some
1: Wild fucking rage. And we're also not gonna sit here and pretend like Brad Pitt is on the same fucking level as like Gary Oldman, <laughs> right? Like.
0: Brad, no, I'm not gonna say that. I was gonna say Brad Pitt doesn't have sexual assault allegations against him, but you know, it's also Brad Pitt. I don't know. Really
1: also, Brad Pitt does though. Like not sexual assault allegations, but fucking Angelina Jolie has said that he he's a piece of shit. Like in TLDR, um, and you can take that for what you want. A lot of people were calling it Johnny Depp Amber Heard. Like he point definitely 2. did 0. go
0: through a really rough period. Like
1: also he's from like, fucking in- Oklahoma. I'm okay. This is me stereotyping and overgeneralizing. But if I had to take the most progressive person from Oklahoma, I would still assume that that person would probably have some pretty problematic stances. I would say it's Oklahoma. Kevin (laughs) Durant? It's Oklahoma. Not even really from Oklahoma. No, he's not. This is my boy. Like, come on. You can be progressive if Oklahoma progressive is not California progressive.
0: All right, I have a question for you. Okay, go for it. What Brad Pitt role do you believe is the closest to real life Brad Pitt? And it can't be
1: Floyd from True Romance. Well, I, but that is. That's it. That's the answer. That is Brad Pitt. He's a fucking yokie from Oklahoma that smoked a whole lot of fucking pie.
0: I think he's actually from Missouri?
1: No, he's not. He's from fucking Oklahoma, dude. Oh, he might
0: have went to Missouri University. I don't know why, but I remember Brad having some connection to Missouri.
1: I mean, Leo like you know, it yeah, like all right, what role do you think Leo is the most
0: Leo? Is it Jordan Belfort?
1: No, it might be Catch Me If You Can. I was about to say, it's <laughs> probably Frank <laughs> Abigail. It's
0: probably Frank Abigail. I'm definitely like...
1: Or, or what's eating Gilbert grape. <laughs> mmm, the aviator. <laughs> yeah. No, but listen. It's no disrespect to Brad Pitt. What Brad Pitt does, you know what he I think well. the Ben
0: Affleck movie is, but
1: he's no Christian Bale.
0: <laughs> like, all right. The best thing about Thor: Love and Thunder could you see,
1: was Christian Bale. Could you see Brad Pitt doing American Psycho? No. But I would want to though.
0: I would. I, I wouldn't. En- I would love to see him try, but that, like... Because he did that California.
1: That, no, that's still a bail no. with okay. a hatchet. Yeah. It's just so iconic. So let me let me flip the script on you, though. Let, like, let me take you for a tide pool. If you did American Psycho, but you made it a hillbilly, it would be California. I think, to this day, that's one of Brad Pitt's best movies because of the way he played a fucking, like yolky hillbilly (laughs) to david duchovny's entitled photographer journalist like it was the perfect like contrast
0: i'm looking for reference in all of these brad pitt movies for reference my favorite once upon a time in hollywood a Quentin Tarantino film.
1: Yes, that's he's, also... He's a,
0: phenomenal in that movie.
1: He's still also Brad Pitt in yeah, that movie. Yeah, I
0: mean, the, the one line that definitely sticks out to me in my, in my memory is, yeah, no, nah, it was dumber than that.
1: <laughs> he gets away... Snatch. With, he gets away with being Brad Pitt in all of his movies, the same way David Carradine got away with being David Carradine in Kill Bill.
0: I would say one of his best performances is Moneyball.
1: Yeah, that's fair. And that is like, Brad is every white guy, right? Like he's every man Smith in all the movies. Like every like prototypical- the most attractive version of that. Every prototypical white guy thinks that they are Brad Pitt when they are having their main character fans, Right? They're closer to Matt Damon. I feel like that's
0: accurate.
1: <laughs> I feel like that's
0: accurate. <laughs> are the board movies better or worse with Brad Pitt instead of Matt Damon?
1: Ooh. Ooh, that's a good question. Is Interview with a Vampire better or worse? It's worse. worse. <laughs> it's worse. It's 100% worse.
0: (laughs) You think you can take Tom Cruise (laughs) and Matt Damon on screen at the same time seriously while they're dressed as vampires? No. (laughs) Oh my god. Fuck no. Because you know you have to go full title. You would be like half a step away from dogma.
1: You have to go full title shift with this and take out Tom Cruise and put in Ben (laughs) (laughs) Affleck's How much better of a movie would Interview with a Vampire have been if it was Ben Affleck and Matt Damon instead of Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt?
0: All right, here's my take. The most Ben Affleck role that Ben Affleck has oh
1: ever God. played is the bully in Mallrats. Oh my God. Dude, I'm weak because I can't stop imagining fucking Interview with a Vampire. <sighs> with Brad Pitt, and, or excuse me, with fucking Ben Affleck Like, both of them like,
0: are like this close to like making out, but then one of them just goes, <sighs> Stop
1: being gay. Hey. And just, just like, Bro, that's <laughs> wicked gay. <laughs> this wicked gay, bro, True. stop. <laughs> anyway, the Born movies with Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. This might be the funniest thing (laughs) in the world. Oh my god, can you fucking imagine? (laughs) It would be worse than (laughs) Sheely. It would be like fucking Goodwill hunting meets the Lost Boys. <laughs> and it would be fucking directed by Ron Howard. We got a Oh shit! Oh my god! Oh. Oh. oh my god! I can't. All right,
0: all right. Back to it.
1: I can't. Are the board
0: movies better or worse if they're starring Brad Pitt? <sighs>
1: Oh, well, they can't be any worse than interview with a vampire with Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with that being said, um, some of the best things that I watched this year... Hold on. Are the
0: foreign movies better or worse... I gave you with my answer. Brad Pitt. I
1: gave you my answer. No,
0: you man. gave a politician's answer. <laughs> How do I know? Because I am
1: one. <sighs> Probably the same. I'm going to say that's a net. That's a net. Switch. I think they're worse. You think they're worse? I think they're
0: worse with Brad. Pitt. I think that's like a perfect Matt Damon. Movie.
1: Okay, well what's the worst thing that you watched this year that you had high hope high hopes for? Oh, so there was this wild Netflix show. It's
0: called like Guardians of the Globe or something like that. Oh. Or like no, Guardians no. of Justice.
1: I missed that.
0: And it was Like, I watched this trailer, and it was, like, this, like, you know, pulp, like, you know, early James Cameron, Roger Corman, like, low-budget, like, production of, like, a superhero thing. But then they would also transition into, like, anime artwork, and then it would go into, like, stick figures and all of this thing. I was like, oh, so you're, like, mixing mediums to, like, tell the story. And I watch it, and I'm just, like... Okay, so the acting in the actual part where you're trying to be campy isn't even, like, charming campy. It's just bad. And all of these, like, mixing of styles, you really underutilized, and the acting is actually just bad. And, uh... Okay. Yeah, I got about halfway through the second episode. So an episode and a half, and I I, I checked Let me look up the name of this thing for you. The Guardians of Justice.
1: The Guardians of Justice.
0: Yes. Uh, A crime and chaos Hold on. Let me look at the 40 years after he appeared in the sky to save humanity. Marvelous Man makes a televised address that shocks the world. And the Guardians of Justice. Yeah, he's, he's your super Roxy. Okay. I think you remember um, Stupid Discovery Channel um, Mythbusters. Mythbusters. The Asian guy from Mythbusters. Okay. I think they have him as Marvelous Man.
1: Oh, wow. All right. Well, and, and then like the that one was thing, the... it's
0: like Marvelous at the, the first episode, like Marvelous Man addresses the world and he's just like, I'm tired of doing this. And he just shoots himself in the head. What? And then the one guy who's like the Batman proxy is like he was murdered What a twist after watching himself shoot
1: it, after watching him shoot himself in the head. On live TV. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Well, I can tell you hey, it
0: sounds like really cool but like how they mix all these styles it sounds like it makes me think of like arcane or how arcane was able to like mix all of these different graphics
1: or what's that other the the amazon show uh not incredibles uh what the fuck invincible invincible yeah uh, it sounds like it wants to be like invincible
0: right no because invincible is all cartoon this wanted to be like say you're in a fight So I'm going to do what the director should have done when I'm describing this to you. Okay. Right? So I'm going to be describing to you what it should have been like. Okay. And that's what the director was probably conceptually doing, but completely fell short of executing. So like, say they're in a fight and this one person punches a person through a wall. And when they go through the wall, they change to one art style. They go through another wall, and then they change to a different art style.
1: Okay, yeah, that, that sounds intriguing enough, right, to give it some watch time. But what was the big issue? The acting was actually terrible, and the
0: implementation of it. Uh, the uh, the, changing the execution. Of styles. Yeah. Was, it was very, it wasn't using it as a way to, like, progress the plot or move action or really, like, develop the world. Or to develop this, it was just, just kind to tell of like, the story. You know, this person, and then they're about to jump. What oh, cartoon? Super jump.
1: So I've seen shows, I've seen anime like that that changed like, art style in the middle of the anime the for, best like, example especially I have for seen, comedic effect.
0: The best example I have seen in recent times is Arcane on Netflix, yeah. The League of Legends. Uh, shit.
1: And that changes art style because I haven't watched anything.
0: Oh, Arcane, phenomenal! You don't have to know anything about League of Legends. No, phenomenal. Okay. And uh, yeah, they the way that because they do it like gradually <laughs> yeah. is like they'll do uh, like a fight and like say there's like a giant thing of like light bursts out. Yes. And then it goes from the highly CGI and then once the light bursts out, they go into, like, very Mike Magnola like, block colors, block shadows to, uh, like, show that, like, light is really <clears throat> hitting all of the angles so the shadow would show.
1: Yeah, no. It's,
0: re- it, it's beautiful. I've seen... Honestly, it's a beautiful show.
1: Okay, okay. Yeah, no, um, I've been watching a lot of the cyberpunk, right? Like, that's pretty decent. Um, one of my favorites this year was definitely... The Great Pretender, which is another anime series that I feel like has a very beautiful art style and a very unique story. It's about scammers, right? But uh, they do all kinds of different heists and things like that. And there's like a very like human aspect to the main character that's kind of relatable, right? Like he's just in the beginning, he's just trying to pay off his debts, which is literally just the people who he scammed in the past right and he wants to do right by those people and you know kind of start a new life for himself and he does that by getting off one big last score with these uh like highly like elite scammers the way the stories are told is very kind of like slice of life anime and the art style like i said is very very unique all of mine are actually like Netflix because so <laughs> Netflix is pumping out great content. I, I don't know say, what people are fucking talking about. As far
0: about. as like the just, if I'm thinking about it, just when I'm watching something and I'm just thoroughly enjoying it, the, the show that gives me like that type of thought, that type of reaction the most this year is Spy Family. Yeah. And Spy Family is so fun. I actually watched it uh, again uh, for the first season dub. Because when it comes to anime, I'll I have I have no problem with watching something sub yeah. or dubbed. Right. But if I'm like rewatching something, generally I'll try to watch it in the other language just to give me a different viewing experience. Yeah, yeah
1: the, it, it provides and a different context. The
0: dubbing for Spy Family is absolutely fucking. Hilarious, And not in the hilarious way of the first Yu-Gi-Oh! series where it's just like comically bad. But it is so well done. The way that they match the animation with the inflection of certain words and tones, it actually makes a native English speaker Under. appreciate the dialogue more. Yeah. and I thought that was hilarious. I thought that was brilliant especially considering Anya like being the like glue that binds yeah. it all together yeah. and they even kept like her, her adorable like weird way of saying things like instead of outing they're like We're going on a booting.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So, it's funny that you say that because one of my favorite things that came out this year um, was an absolutely silent piece. It was the... Ending feature of Netflix's new series, new season of Love, Death, and Robots, which is their short anthology mm-hmm. series where each one GK is a different. T.K. was talking story. about
0: this. I believe the term he was looking for was machinima.
1: Maybe um, it's the
0: same type of genre as Red vs. Blue.
1: Hmm. I know that it's typically this is typically described as an anthology because each story is different well, and I mean, unique. Well, I even the style,
0: like Love, Death, Robots, even brings like their like origin comes from like Flash animation.
1: Thing that I found the most visually striking watching this year was the Jabaro story, which was the final episode of Love, Death, and Robots. And it is one of the most visually like, uncanny but beautiful uses of CGI I've seen in a really long time. Like, the motion capture movement and the animation applied to it was very, like, like, it existed in that uncanny first. Like, when you see, like, a newly rendered video game running on like the unreal engine or something like that right like but this was also a story of a warrior and like a sea entity like goddess or whatever that was told all like silent right like so the storytelling aspect of it was extremely encapsulating um the dances that were done in Just the movement in general, right? Like, the entire thing was a very visually striking piece. Something I would, like, compare to uh, The Life of Pi when it first came out, right? And, like, the kind of, like, striking nature that some of the uh, cinematic elements of that have, right? Just the direction of this piece in general, I felt like was very, like... I I don't know, groundbreaking, I guess, right? It was something that, to me like felt like art and cinema at the same time as well as some of my other favorites this year both were two documentaries one was netflix's high on the hog which was the look into african american cuisine and how it shaped and molded american cuisine as it's known and uh is it black enough for you which was all about american cinema and the black exploitation era and how some of the aspects of that shaped uh, how movies are made today and where some of our like african american heroes have come from and like the effect that black people have had in hollywood in general right like yeah
0: i mean that's really funny cuz <laughs> i actually <laughs> really enjoyed um, Is It White Enough For You on Disney Plus.
1: <laughs> I recommend Is It Black Enough For You and uh, High on and the Hog. Is Hawk It White
0: Enough For You is not a real thing. thing. <laughs> I'm doing this out of satire.
1: Have you seen either one of those?
0: Uh, the um, most recent documentary I was watching was actually uh, the Ottoman Empire documentary of uh, Mamet versus Vlad the oh, Impaler.
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was a big fan of like Anthony Bourdain's Abroad
0: and all of that. I mean, your, your uh, dream goal for us is to just be Anthony Bourdain, the podcast. Yeah,
1: the action Bronson, and uh, fuck that, the wishes and stuff like that, right? So, um, Robin Big? <laughs> High on the hog. I don't want to be really Robin
0: I don't think they let him out of the, the studio. I think they just kind of like lock him in. And with Chanel West Coast and the other guy, and they're just like, all the other lights are off. They have all of the South Park people in cardboard cutouts in the stands with the laugh track ready to go. (laughs) And they just record for like 36 hours in in a stream. I think that's all MTV is now, is like, ridiculousness.
1: Who is the professional driver that just passed away? uh, Ken Bach. Yes, yeah. Yeah, you said that uh, of Rob deck and it made me think about Ken Block, right? And how he had his horrible, uh, what was that? Was that a skiing accident, I think? No, I think it was a snowmobile accident, right? And then we turn around and Jeremy Renner gets into a snowplow accident. And it looks like your boy Jeremy might lose his leg, dog. Like, it's, it's kind of... No pun intended. Cold out here right uh, now. Pun
0: intended, but also let's take a break. So, so. who framed Roger Rabbit? More like who flattened Jeremy Renner.
1: Wow. 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 Wow, that's extremely insensitive. I'm a politician
0: who speaks the truth, sir.
1: Uh, Because it looks like Jeremy Renner might lose his leg. Um, They were thinking that the man would never walk again. But what was a freak snowplow accident has now left Hawkeye crippled. I feel wrong making jokes here because...
0: Why snow? How was he in a snowplow accident?
1: Actor Jeremy Renner celebrated his 52nd birthday in a hospital where he was being treated after being crushed by a snowplow that left him with serious injuries. The Marvel star underwent surgeries at Nevada Hospital after after the tragic incident left him on a long road to recovery. He... (laughs) had been trying to rescue his car from the snow when he was accidentally run over by the heavy-duty snow plow he had been operating. So, pretty much, he was at his lake house and was trying to plow his driveway so him and his family could get out after they had he been... He ran himself over with his own snow plow. The snow plow malfunctioned and backed over Jeremy completely obliterated his legs and a bit of his torso in the process Mm. so he is recovering however it looks like he's going to lose his leg i don't know which leg i do however know that they thought he would never walk again but he seems to be in good spirits his co-stars and close friends have all reached out to show their support um and he is in stable condition however i don't know what the future of jeremy Brenner looks like it may it looks like he may be focusing more on his music career uh, moving forward you than his You know it's really funny career. that
0: you mentioned his music career considering what was in my head the whole time you're telling this horribly sad story.
1: Was it the commercials for the uh, the Jeep commercials that he no, did? No,
0: it was the bit he did on Fallon.
1: When you're on a team with the Hulk and Thor and we're all up there on the movie screen Well, people believe that I'm not quite as
0: tough Will anyone even notice me? Listen, I've got powers too And they're pretty
1: sweet I promise I can do so much more than just archery I'm
0: serious, guys I've got a collection of scarves and berets I play
1: trombone in a band I once got to second base on my Tinder date
0: And my cat has got its own Instagram I tell you now I in Mario Kart.
1: This year I played an extra in Poplars. And I can open a pickle jar. Friggin' Hawkeye.
0: Maybe I'm as super
1: as they are.
0: I feel like this whole story just reminds me of him playing piano on Jimmy Fallon.
1: Are you saying that that was somehow related to the snowplow is in it?
0: He's got a collection of scarves and berets.
1: Wow. Um,
0: he was dressed for the occasion. Look, anybody that's listened to this podcast knows by now that I handle Awkward and very transgressive topics that I don't have anything articulate to actually add or I am in a mix of emotions. I use humor and usually it comes out dark.
1: Speaking of awkward and transgressive topics to transition into, Andrew Callahan of Channel 5 fame of recent HBO movie This Place Rules fame was recently accused of being a sex pest and that's to put it lightly he had some pretty nasty allegations come out about him um, from another female influencer on social media right i don't even know if calling her an influencer is right but she did speak out about how she let you know andrew stay at her place while he was on tour with his Channel 5 production and how they, you know, got drunk together. And he kind of like persistently suggested they should get sexual until she kind of lamented and agreed with it. And there were a couple of other ladies who stepped out and said the same thing. And Andrew recently has spoken about it himself. And he didn't really, you know, in his apology statement, he didn't try to necessarily push back as far as to say other than as far as other than to say that you know his recollection of events and some of the things he feel like were left out might change people's perspectives a little bit but you know every everybody says that when they're accused of these things and and fair enough there are two sides to every story but what i do think was admirable about Andrew's stance on this is that, you know, he he took the position of, and it may not be admirable, right, in the definition, but I do think that it is interesting that he took the position of calling into account the um, nature around the confusion of persistence versus harassment, right? Um, And like, you know, and some could call it like part of rape culture. Other could call it the normalization of toxic masculinity, right? Where, you know, you don't, it's not that you don't take no for an answer, right? But you ask a couple of times before you accept whether or not no is the answer. And I do think as men we need to have better discussions about when that line is crossed and whether or not, and you know that it's not okay to cross that line, right? Because you do land yourself in situations where just because she said it was okay doesn't mean she really felt like it was okay. And some people will call that, an unfortunate gray area but I think you know this opens up the discussion as to whether or not this is a gray area right like I feel like as men we probably all have found ourselves in situations like Andrew a little bit and I don't know what that says about it, right Like, and I guess it's a stretch to say we all have uh, I would say a majority of us have found ourselves in those kinds of situations So I was looking for a specific tweet that I could
0: read, but it was along the lines of even someone with Andrew Callahan's allegations against him merely holding a microphone in front of people and letting them talk is better journalism than many of us see in mainstream media.
1: So I don't think this is a reflection of his production right or what andrew is doing and i do think that there is a discussion to be had about this person coming forward at this time and i think in her video she does say that it was the proliferation of him everywhere on tour for his movie documentary that triggered her and um kind of made her come forward with her experiences with Andrew. And I do think, you know, it is an unfortunate situation. Like I said, you know, I've...
0: We honestly need more information to
1: really say more about it. Nah, uh, it's it's no, like, I think the discussion here is is just that, right? Like I've asked more than once, right? And that's the issue, right? Is Is it okay to ask more than once? right? And like, I think that's really what this comes down to. Or not really what it comes down to, but this is what Andrew is being accused of. All and right, so, I think so, that is the meat of the the issue here, is the persistence. It's the sex pestery. Okay, right? so, so let, let, me, let me
0: say what I generally go by. Like, things are going hot and heavy. I make a move. She says no, that's fine. If things continue yes. to go hot and heavy... I go one more time. If she says no, then that's it. Don't just, just don't try again. So
1: it's two times in your out. Yeah. Within, with you.
0: I don't feel like, like that's two, like, t- two times. It'd be like, no, she's like definitely drawing her line.
1: I mean, if I can be a total bro about it, which I'm going to be for a second. And I know that might not be cool to some people, but I'm just talking to our young male listeners who want to hear a bro talk about it. And, I don't need them going to Andrew fucking Tate about it. So here's the reality of it. What Zig said is real, because you don't want to go for the three strikes here, fellas, and I'm gonna tell you why you don't want to go for the three strikes here. Because if you go for the three strikes, you're not gonna get a call back. My name is- <laughs> gonna remember you win, win a third, third time, time. <laughs> dog. That's like, just real. Like
0: first, Like first, yeah, it's totally, like if it's just too early for her, yeah. and, and she's just like,
1: no, that's fine. You also don't go immediately for it. No, yet. no. Oh, my you, God. You, Dude, you got to give it at least, I don't, I, I would say at least 15 minutes. man. if she says no once and she gives you 15 more minutes, then I feel like you might be all right, allowed but, to, so, like, within 15 minutes. Within. Like, you're at home plate. I I ball feel like in that's play. That's even
0: crazy, ball, right? Ball in play. You hit a ball through the gap. You get to first and you you think you have a shot at a triple, but you you turn the corner on first and you're like, no. So you chill on first, right? right. You chill on first. You got a lead off, pitcher tries to pick you off, you're safe. Well, next time pitcher goes for the pitch and you go for second, you get second, right? Right. But if you try to steal third,
1: you're gonna get thrown at it. okay okay golf clap i like that i like that right like i feel like those rules to follow gentlemen you don't want to be pesky like there's first a difference hit, you were like oh man i can get this triple there's a difference between persistent and pesky Right, you don't want to be a pesky nigga. Like, you on. don't want to be a sex pest.
0: So, like I said, you were guaranteed first base. Right, you were trying to get to third. Right, and you were like, "No, nah, I'ma chill on first And then you were able to get your to way second. to second. You right, you, you got your way to second, and you're right. safe on second.
1: Yep, But you're trying to steal to third. third. Yeah, no, I mean that's that's what it comes down to, right? And some dudes is persist is pesky enough. To steal third. And they may even steal third. And that's how you end up as a hashtag me too. (laughs) And that's how you end up labeled a sex pest. Which is now what is happening to Andrew Callahan. It's unfortunate. And some women are not going to want to hear it. The
0: two times is literally my hard fast rule. Like you said, third time. At third time, it's almost
1: desperate. Yeah, exactly. And that's when you look thirsty. Right? And that's why I said, I've been i could have been accused of asking more than once right but i definitely (laughs) three times is you 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 hard out here right when it is isn't you down bad like so
0: like like the first time
1: and it could just
0: be like too early in the foreplay
1: right and asking enough to get a pity fuck I feel like it's not a victory. It's even, it's, it's worse. It's no fun unless both people enjoy yeah, it. It's, it's no, a team sport. Ain't no fun if the homies can't get none. And in this case, the homie is the shorty who is given consent <laughs> for the sexual acts. Actual it's, consent. Yes, actual consent, not pity consent, right? And I, I say victory, but that's like, you know, gamifying sexual relations and sexualizing. Like, like I, you know, that's that's, the, yeah. I
0: literally do not understand this about people it's not fun unless both people are into it it's just literally not
1: no i don't care how damn bad you are i can never ignore the idea of somebody just like doing this off of the pity of like ah, i guess if he'll leave me the fuck alone right like how do you get off like that i don't know unless you're andrew tate right and andrew callahan is not andrew tate right two different classes of human being which is why I say this case is unfortunate because I do think based on the response and the apology that Andrew has given that he is not somebody who is ignoring the damage of what he has done, right? Um, and he is somebody who seems to be acknowledging the hurt that it, he has caused in you know, these situations right and he is stepping away for a minute to kind of try and analyze the situation because it's a lot that's happening to him at this point in time which you know is all part of the discussion at the hand but i do think as we were discussing last week that now is the perfect time to really reanalyze masculinity because i think that you know Part of this loneliness epidemic we are having is an epidemic on a masculinity crisis, right? These uh, men, especially- These men
0: are dying of thirst out in the desert.
1: (laughs) These men out here don't know what a a man is by definition anymore. Also,
0: they don't know, I mean, even TK said, men have a hard time talking to women in general.
1: Men have a hard time- talking period right like and it's part of the culture around wouldn't life so masculine much be easier identity? if
0: like two men met each other and they just both punched each other in the fucking face
1: just once that's literally what a lot of these dudes out here think and i think that's the issue we're having is i was
0: being facetious because i am a politician and i know that that would
1: But my point is, is there are a lot of dudes out here that do think that that's the way that shit should be. But the issue is, is now we are coming up on an understanding that men are a lot more complex than that. And masculinity is a lot more complex than what we had grown to understand masculinity in. It's part of the biggest, it's if not one of the biggest issues in the culture war that we are having her.
0: How many of the Mortal Kombat fighters could Bruce Lee beat in a fight?
1: (laughs) See, you see what I mean? And that's just the fact that Zig is really like trolling and kind of like deflecting from the actual topic at hand is just proof that none None of of this is normal. normal.
0: Except for the doc picked up on the fact that it was time to wrap (laughs) deuces.
1: We'll be back at you guys next week. You can catch us at the Flood Pod on everything, and, and that's, that's on, on everything. everything. Oh,
0: and if you need any Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh!, Flesh and Blood, Magic the Gathering, board games, or card game supplies, or anything like that, check out TokenMTG.com and use the promo code Ziggy and get 10% off of your
1: order. Deuces.
0: Look, it's a flood! It's flooding! Get, get away! Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. <laughs> Wait, why can't we talk about last time? To talk-